This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. I'm your host, Lee Llewellyn. This is Cheryl Morphew, president of CR Morphew Consulting, and our passion is working with local economic development organizations and rural municipalities to bring collaborative models and sustainable solutions to help build environments that are conducive to growth. As a longtime member of IEDA, we are also sponsor of today's IEDA In Your Ear podcast. For this podcast, I'm talking with Jim Plump, Executive Director of the Jackson County Industrial Development Corporation, a position that he has held since the organization was formed in 1984. Jim currently serves on the IEDA Foundation Board of Directors and is a former board president for IEDA. And he attained his certified economic developer status in 1992 through the Oklahoma University Economic Development Institute, which you may hear us refer to uh, throughout the rest of this or in other circumstances as O-U-E-D-I. So of all of Jim's professional accomplishments, it's that last one, his status as a certified economic developer that we're going to talk about today. Uh, Jim has been an active proponent of the certification process, and I've asked him to join me in this podcast to talk about why certification is important to economic development professionals and to give us an overview of how the process of attaining the certification actually works. So Jim, thanks for taking time to be with me today. My pleasure, Lee. So let's start at a very, very high level. Uh, Just explain the concept uh, behind uh, economic development certification. Well, I believe that uh, when you look at the certification, it is, if you will, the the master's degree uh, of economic development. We learn certain things not only in our day-to-day routines, but also the education component of attending OUEDI or IEDC online builds you to a point where you qualify to sit for the certification exam, which we can talk about a little later in this, in this podcast. Okay. So you and I have talked about this over a number of years. And, and as I've talked you know, to, to new people entering the field, um, some of them say, well, I'm not planning on, you know, I'm not planning on leaving Indiana and going someplace else. Uh, so I think certification is something you need to, to sort of show uh, somebody else that you have achieved a certain level of, of mastery, but I'm not going anyplace else. So I really don't think it's important to, to pursue certification. So how do you answer, you know, people who feel that way about, you know, it only matters if you're really planning on, you know, uh, traveling, transferring someplace else? Well, I, I think I'd answer that a couple of different ways, Lee. Number one, what we think today may not be what we think five years from now or 10 years from now. And along with that, what our boards might think of us today, they might not think the same uh, years from now. So I think the certification designation uh, is important uh, for that aspect in that you think that you don't want to go anyplace else, but circumstances may happen that you do. And having the certification certainly uh, is, is very, very important to, in that regard. Uh, to the other side of that, however, 
Uh, I'm a firm believer in, in education. I mean, the first time that we stop learning uh, is, is really a, a horrible thing because I've been doing this a number of years and uh, there's not uh, a week, a month that goes past that I don't learn something new about this. And so I think when you look at the getting the certification uh, after your name, it basically signals that you've been involved in the education uh, of, the, uh, of the profession and you have sat for the certification and have attained uh, that designation. And so I, I think that, that it is, it's important in, the, in so much as it reflects what you've been able to accomplish during your career. Uh, and now, as I, people tell me, I always talk good out of the other side of my mouth also. I think one thing that you have to keep in mind I know a lot of very, very good economic developers who do not have the certification. And because they do or don't have, really doesn't make the person uh, successful or, or not successful. As you and I have talked, I kind of liken it to accountants. Uh, we probably both know many good accountants who are not CPAs, uh, simply because they don't have the CPA after their name doesn't mean they're not good accountants. They just decided not to take that step towards uh, that designation. And I would really equate that to economic development, that having the certification does not make you a great economic developer. Uh, you still have to function. You still have to produce. And so I think you really need to look at this, uh, the, the whole picture in that the certification is more about the education that you have gained throughout your career. And I think that's a great perspective. You know, we certainly have talked a lot at IEDA in the last few years just about uh, the importance of being able to, to continue to increase the professionalism uh, of the members of IEDA, just A, because it makes everybody better, uh, but B, it's because, you know, what you all do uh, you know, deserves a lot of respect. And, and I guess in some ways, just having the CECD after your name uh, is sort of a shorthand for communicating that level of respect uh, that uh, an economic developer should receive for what he or she is doing out in the field. Well, and, and I think, Lee, Lee, you're right. I mean, over my career, when, when I uh, attained my certification back in the uh, early 90s, uh, there were a handful of us in Indiana who had that designation. Uh, that number is growing. And more and more now, when I see headhunters or when I talk to people that uh, are looking for, uh, you know, new candidates, uh, you see more and more where, where they will say, uh, you know, certified economic developer is preferred. So, you know, much the same as you want to check as many boxes as you can when you're making an application that gives you one more box to check. Okay. So, so we've talked a little bit then about now the, the overview of what it is. Let's talk about how you go about the process and like many things that's worth having, um, attaining your certification is not an easy process. And, uh, and so again, let's talk a little bit about, and I, I guess there are at least a couple of pathways for going about this. So what is the process like uh, of, of achieving that certification? 
Well, I think first of all, understand that the certification comes from the uh, other IEDC that in Indiana, we refer to it as the Indiana, but this is the International Economic Development Council that actually has the, the certification. Uh, there are two paths, as you mentioned, uh, to go. One is through IEDC uh, classes. Uh, the other is through OUEDI. And I think for purposes of this conversation, uh, given the uh, fact of our experience with OUEDI here in, Indiana, in, in Indiana, as well as one upcoming uh, in uh, Louisville, uh, I think we'll just kind of maybe concentrate on that. Uh, to attend uh, OUEDI, uh, you, you must uh, have done one of three things. Number one, uh, you've completed the basic class, and in Indiana, that's held every January uh, up at Ball State. Uh, you must have, or you must have two years of full-time economic development, or you must have a master's degree in economic development. And there are more universities and colleges that are now issuing uh, master's degrees. So once you're, you can uh, qualify to attend through one of those three, uh, then OUEDI is uh, three one-week sessions, which uh, comprise year one, year two, uh, year three. And as a part of that, you're required to uh, take three core uh, areas, uh, business retention and expansion, uh, real estate uh, development, and credit analysis, which is also known as finance. So those are the three core areas that you must uh, take. And then um, OUEDI offers four electives of which you can select three. And that is economic development, marketing and attraction, uh, strategic planning, entrepreneurial and small business development, and manage economic developing, uh, managing economic development organizations. So uh, all told, uh, 117 credit hours, uh, 72 of those actually can be completed online. But I think the one thing that I really like about OUEDI, uh, they do require one year uh, of your study be done in person. And the, the, the contacts you make, uh, the fellowship and all that goes into this profession uh, some of my dearest friends uh, in economic development are scattered around the country that I met through the OUEDI uh, uh, process. So uh, that's kind of how you get in, once you get in, what you must take, and then once you complete uh, OUEDI, you are eligible to sit for the certification exam. So you talked about, I think, if I, if I counted right, you talked about seven different uh, courses. Yes. There were the three core, core courses, and there were four electives of which you choose three. So uh, I, I'm not sure I understand. So you talked about there being sort of year one, year two, year three. Um, how, how, are those, how are those seven courses spread out? Because I guess... I didn't understand that. So I would think that that uh, if I'm doing like a week, uh, I think that's what they have like coming up in Louisville. So that's a week. So what happens during, say, that, that, that first year? I mean, how, many, how much time am I spending on each of those topics? 
Okay, uh, good, great question. Um, uh, business retention and expansion is 16 hours. So it's just not a course. It is various courses within that core topic. Uh, real estate development and reuse, 16 hours. Uh, economic development, credit analysis, or finance is 24 hours. So your core right there would be 56 hours, and then you fill in the remaining hours to get to 117 by a combination of the other four electives. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I didn't realize, I didn't realize like that the business retention and expansion was going to be that extensive, that, that amount of time. I guess my, my perception is that's a, you know, a one or two hour thing that I go and do and check the box and move on to something else. So it sounds as though each of them are much more extensive than it's not like a workshop or something that's that concise. It's much more in detail, apparently. Yeah, it absolutely is. The, the basic uh, at Ball State will give you a couple of hours on each of the topics uh, during your week, uh, say, at Ball State. But once you actually attend OUEDI, then there are a number of classes that are offered within those core uh, topics. Well, so, so I think, you know, that, that may be the reason why some people think of this as being fairly daunting because it's not, you know, this is not kind of uh, one and done. It's not a couple of hours and then you move on. Uh, you know, this again is, is, it sounds like it's very much in depth. And again, I think that's why, why I think you've made the, the case that certification, you know, is an, is an honor to have gotten through that process. Uh, because it's not it's not taken lightly, and it and it's not something that um, that you know is is uh, uh, just to check the boxes and move on kind of thing. And I think that's an important point to make. Yeah, and and, and I think I'm, I don't want to go back to the good old days because they weren't so good. Many times uh, there was a time to graduate from OUEDI. You also had to write a thesis and you were assigned a thesis advisor. Uh, once, I once I completed uh, OUEDI, then uh, with my journalism background, uh, I was recruited to be a thesis advisor, and we worked with all the students on uh, putting the outline together. Once you got the outline together after year one, then to get into year two, uh, you needed to pretty much have the rough draft done and to attend year three and to graduate, you had to have uh, an approved uh, thesis. Okay, but now they, but that's no, no longer the case, is that right? That is correct. So people don't think you still have to do thesis, you <laughs> do not. Uh, it was, I was actually on the OUEDI board when, when we had those discussions about whether or not uh, to continue that. And there were some, uh, I was much younger then, uh, so I was one of those pushing for, you know, this is really a, a pain uh, to do when you have your full-time job and, and everything else going on. And we had some, at the time, old-timers, which were pretty hardline that were saying, you know, I had to do it. Yeah. Why shouldn't uh, these uh, people today do it? And I really think that, you know, at the end of the day, it's about the education and what you learn. And the thesis was just kind of, 
uh, you know, you know, icing on the cake, if you will. Um, and, and so I think that many years ago, they made a great decision not to require the thesis anymore. Yeah, I was on a regional board for the uh, uh, um, Institutes for Organizational Management, which is, you know, there's Chamber uh, Institute and Association Institute. And when, when I went through, it was a six-year program. And uh, I was on one of the regional boards when we went through the process of deciding that maybe six years was too long and we could maybe move it down to three. And there were, of course, a number of people who said, well, I had to do six years. Everybody should have to do six years because that's what I did. And, uh, you know, part of that is just recognizing that times change and, and uh, you know, everybody's schedule has gotten a lot busier. But so, but it, it isn't a matter of just, just doing the three years of classes. Then uh, there's a culmination event, which is the exam. And, uh, and I know from talking to, to folks that the exam is also not something uh, to be taken lightly. Um, it, it requires some preparation, I think, in many cases. And I've talked to folks who say, you know, not everybody gets through it the first time. So talk about uh, why the exam, or at least from your perspective, and then what is that exam like? Well, I think, uh, you, again, bring up a great point. There was a time when the thought was that if you got your degree uh, graduated from OUEDI, that meant you were a certified uh, economic developer. And certainly, as you stated, and, and as we know, uh, that's just the first part of then is when you actually have to sit for a test. And the things that you learn in OUEDI are exactly those things that are on uh, the test. Uh, the test is broken down into uh, three parts. Uh, one is an essay. Uh, one is a short answer. And if you are able to pass those two, then the third and final is an oral examination where you go in and you sit and you answer and you talk to uh, people who have attained the uh, certification. So it's a, it's a three-part um, uh, test. And I believe that, um, you know, one of the things people that I'll, I'll talk to and they'll say, you know, I really hate to do this because if I don't pass it the first time, uh, my board will think, you know, that I'm a failure. Uh, and, and I stress to them that I, I understand that thought process. But again, uh, you need to talk to your board and tell them, as you mentioned, how daunting this is, that, you know, you need to study, uh, you need to be prepared to take this exam, and uh, not everyone, and I should say probably more than 50% of the people that take it do not pass it on the first time uh, and are required to sit for a, uh, for a second exam. Well, and I think that's probably why, I mean, when you look through the course offerings and the things at uh, Oklahoma University, and I think probably IADC does this as well, that there are test preparation classes uh, that you can sign up for so that, I mean, it's, uh, there, it is perceived to be, again, a fairly rigorous process, even to the point. And, and I would think if you do stretch this out over three years, uh, you would need you mean you'd want some kind of a refresher before you go in and take that test because, you know, there could be some things that, that 
you know, or maybe not quite as fresh in your mind as you need them to be. Is that, is that right or wrong? That is, uh, that is spot on Lee. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those things where, you know, one of the things we should have talked about earlier, uh, which I'll throw in here, even though there are three one week sessions, uh, you can fast track and take uh, two sessions one year and finish very early in the second. So as opposed to committing three years, uh, you can do this in a year and a half. Uh, but even at that point, the things that you learn a year and a half ago uh, may not be fresh in your mind when you sit down to take an examination. So when OUEDI has their sessions, they do offer uh, a course to prepare you to uh, take the exam. They obviously will not give you the answers, but what they will do is talk about the concept of, you know, how the essay uh, questions are written and you have to select two or three uh, questions and um, do an essay to answer those, what the graders are looking for, uh, the depth of knowledge. Uh, and so it's, it's a refresher course to kind of bring you back to what, where you were, but also what to expect. Because again, those of us who had a career prior to economic development, uh, we've had a few years uh, between college and when we actually got into this. And then when we actually sat down for an examination, uh, you know, 15 years after college. Well, and I'm glad that you talked about that you can do it uh, on an accelerated basis, because I think when you hear, and again, I think that's, a, that's an incredible commitment to try to get that done in that short period of time, because again, you've talked about how, how intensive each of those courses uh, is, but I think there is also that issue of, of people thinking about, especially sort of these days of thinking about stretching something out over three years seems like an impossibly long time. Uh, and, uh, and, and they offer, they offer these sessions at different places around the country, as I recall. Um, and it just happens that the one coming up uh, in October of this year, 2020, uh, is in Louisville. We've had some in Indiana in the past in Indianapolis, uh, and hope to get them back here again in the future. Um, but yes, it is possible to do all of that. Um, then, then the other thing is, you, even if you att attain certification at one point, um, you know that's not the end of the process. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, you have to recertify uh, each uh, each three year period, and the the um, recertification are broken down into really three levels, A points, B points, and C points, uh, and really working with the IEDA, uh, serving on board, serving on committees. Uh, those are points that are accumulated that uh, enable you to uh, recertify. Uh, other points require you to attend IEDC functions, their national conference, which last year, of course, was held in Indianapolis. Uh, also other IEDC offerings. And then the other part is like service to the profession. And by that, uh, instructing at the basic course up in Ball State, uh, writing articles, dealing with economic development aspects, 
again, it's that continual learning. You get your certification, but it doesn't end there, and you need to continue to learn, to grow, and share some of uh, your experiences uh, with the profession. Well, and, and you touched upon this, but we do work with the International Economic Development Council, the certified body, uh, to get uh, many of our uh, IEDA webinars and conferences and workshops. Um, I don't remember what the terminology is, but in effect that they can be counted toward that recertification uh, so that it does mean that even when you're you know, coming to some of our, our professional development and educational opportunities, that that can count toward the recertification. So uh, we work very hard to make sure that we're trying to help uh, those who do have certification um, through IEDA to continue to, to get those points and, and get that recertification every three years. Well, and I, and I guess I should also add, Lee, that last year in Indianapolis, uh, when the exams are given. Typically, the IEDC two to three times a year will uh, offer the certification exam, uh, always at the national conference, which again was held in Indianapolis uh, last year. Uh, they typically do it at the Washington briefing, uh, and they'll select uh, a summer conference, uh, which Indianapolis also had hosted that several years ago. So there are three to four options throughout the year where they do offer the, uh, the exam to be taken. Okay. So the last thing that to, to, to chat about is uh, I mentioned in your introduction that you serve on the IEDA Foundation Board of Directors. And, uh, and that the foundation was originally formed to help play a role relative to, to certification and so talk a little bit about uh, how the IEDA Foundation plays into this whole process and this uh, discussion about certification. Well, again, you're exactly right. Uh, when the foundation was formed, that was during the time when Indianapolis, used, would, pretty much you could count on one session of OUEDI a year to be held in Indianapolis out at IUPUI. Uh, once the uh, conference center was converted into dorms, uh, Indianapolis didn't have that ideal place. And so OUEDI started moving it around a, a little bit. But one of the concepts, as you mentioned, behind the foundation was to offer scholarships to the IEDA members so that they uh, could have some financial assistance to attend uh, years one, two, and three. And I believe that uh, once again this year, coming up with uh, Louisville here at the end of, I believe, October, early November, that the foundation uh, is going to offer uh, scholarships uh, to uh, the membership. Well, that's correct. And I think we, we try uh, to, to offer some scholarships uh, targeted toward certification uh, courses every year. And uh, 2020 is no exception to that. And hopefully, again, w we wanted to do this podcast so that it could be something we would put in our library so people could listen to it on, you know, when they want to listen to it, whether it's 2020 or 2021, to understand certification. So hopefully, um, we will continue to get contributions. Uh, this is a this is a uh, shameless hint and plug, 
hopefully we will continue to get contributions to the IEDA Foundation, which are, by the way, they are tax deductible. It's a 501c3 charitable organization. Uh, we'll continue to get those uh, donations so that we can make those scholarships uh, available to IEDA members. So, Jim, is there is there anything that we haven't talked about that you think we need to talk about to to, to make sure we're explaining certification? Well, again, Lee, I, I think it it still goes back to the education aspect. And again, I don't care if you do economic development or uh, if you sell insurance or if you're an attorney or whatever your profession. There are, there are requirements and upgrades that you need to do, and I think that the OUEDI, the ultimate certification, and then the recertification really puts you in a position, uh, whether you like it or not, where you have to learn and you have to stay up on, on current topics, and I really don't see a downside uh, to that at all. And again, I think, you know, uh, we, we have collectively, I think, you and your peers, and certainly through IEDA, we have been trying to uh, help spread the word. You know, the, I think uh, probably a long time ago, it was sort of a joke that the people who were doing economic development was the mayor's cousin who needed uh, a job. And, uh, and, and it's become such a complex uh, in such a dynamic field uh, with so many changes that, you know, w we really try to promote that, you know, this really is a profession. It's very demanding. It requires a lot of knowledge. Uh, certification is one way of demonstrating um, that an economic development professional has acquired that level of knowledge. And so I think, again, it's another way of, of communicating the professionalism that you and your peers uh, exhibit throughout the state of Indiana. Well, again, uh, to all of my fellow uh, certified economic developers, to those uh, who uh, uh, plan to uh, sit for the uh, certification, it's, uh, it's, it's a challenge, but uh, tell me something that's worthwhile that's really not a challenge. And, and to your point, and not to be overdramatically, I think during these times of, uh, that we're living in with the coronavirus, COVID-19, we're seeing our economies uh, really kind of being torn apart uh, in, in, and pulled in different directions with, uh, with shutdowns and with all the other things that we've seen. And I know that uh, in, in our region, uh, we talk a, a lot about some of the things that we're doing. And, and I really believe what we're doing now is extremely important to uh, try to get uh, the economy and to get things uh, back on track, at least to the extent that we can. Obviously, we know it's the actual industries and businesses that are going to do it, but we have to be there to facilitate and to help them do what they do best. And uh, so I could not agree with your statement uh, any more than uh, this is a very important profession. Well, Jim, I really appreciate your time today. This has been very helpful. Um, I've been talking with Jim Plump. Executive Director of the Jackson County Industrial Development Corporation. We've been talking about just the importance of achieving the CECD, the Economic Development uh, Certification process. Uh, Jim, I want to thank you for your time. Lee, thank you and appreciate all you do to uh, spread the word and all that you do to promote economic development and the IEDA. 
Well, I appreciate that. It's very kind. Uh, so thanks, and we'll move on. This is Cheryl Morphew, president of CR Morphew Consulting, and our passion is working with local economic development organizations and rural municipalities to bring collaborative models and sustainable solutions to help build environments that are conducive to growth. As a longtime member of IEDA, we are also sponsor of today's IEDA In Your Ear podcast. This has been IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. All content in this podcast is copyright 2020 by the Indiana Economic Development Association, and all rights are reserved. Thank you.